Welcome to the Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, April 4th, 2014. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens. <laughs> your voice sounds different, Josh. It's Rye Walker. <laughs> <laughs> we do full-time Meteor work at Differential. The Meteor Podcast is all about news and latest goings-on in the Meteor.js world. You can find us on iTunes by searching for Meteor Podcast. You can find us on MeteorPodcast.com or Twitter.com slash Meteor Podcasts. And it looks like you're all following us there now because we have a ton of followers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, This week. Jeez. Getting rusty here. Uh... We are talking about the Meteor Chichi, uh, Mongo Avlog, and the Elastic Deployment. Uh, Blaze coming out pretty much as we uh, predicted last week (laughs) on the (laughs) podcast. Uh, Meteor Testing Meetup, Mylar, and then a bonus sixth track here. Spacebar's Vim Highlighter Syntax plugin thing from Slava. Uh, And then... This month and next month, we actually have some sponsors. Uh, first up is SendGrid. <laughs> uh, they do email sending, um, transactional email sending. So they have a nice API. Uh, it's very easy to get set up. Uh, sign up for an account. You can get a, a little string and then like an authenticated uh, email string, and then you can pop that in as your uh, mail URL for sending email. Um, we use them for sending with some of our apps, and I think they do a great job. Uh, and then next up is Mongo HQ, which we also have a story from them. They now have uh, a new service. I don't know if it's new or what, but... New to us. Yeah, new to us. They uh, And we'll, we'll get into this with the blog post too, but... Uh, you can get for eighteen dollars per gigabyte. You can get uh, a complete replica set uh, Mongo setup, and uh, that will allow you to enable Oplog and start using that for Meteor. And um, I don't, we actually just set this up yesterday, and for Assistant.io, which we were getting ready to launch, and um, they. It, it was an amazing experience. I'll talk about it more during the kind of us talking about the the blog post. But so it's the the sponsorship commercial part two coming, yeah, up, coming yeah. up in a few minutes. Yeah, <laughs> or, or as I like to call it, really awesome things for production media. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get started. Um, the first topic is the Meteor cheat sheet uh, that was uploaded today. Today from Paris, France. Yes. On the Gentle Node blog. It's just a gist for now. Just a little gist. It's just uh, basically, um, and this is a great technique for learning an API, right? He he basically took all the major methods and pasted them into a document that he can quickly reference. Um, actually, I, I mean, I, I think the thing that's commentable about this is not so much like you're going to go to here and use this necessarily, but maybe you will. But making one of these on your own as you're learning Meteor is a great idea. Yeah, well, and he also says that uh, he's going to come out with a like a one-page PDF slash uh, image file that you'll be able to print out and hopefully keep handy if you want to like 
pin that up to your cubicle wall if you're stuck <laughs> in corporate hell. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I, I used to have cheat sheets. Uh, I guess I had a Vim cheat sheet for sure. Oh, nice. Yeah, you nice. had to have a Vim cheat sheet, right? Yeah. Did you? You had one too. I'm no, sure. no. Oh I just God. like one day just decided to do Vim, and then like. And you just knew everything on. No, I didn't know everything, but like <laughs> pair programming, like you know, I yeah. I was pairing with guys that knew Vim, and like. Yeah, I wasn't pairing, so. They they watched me like painfully try yeah. to slug through like moving around in Vim, and they're like, "No, you got to turn off arrow keys and yeah. use motion." My cheat sheet, my pair was my cheat sheet, I guess. So oh, yeah. nice. All right, next topic. Uh. Mongo Offlog and Elastic Deployment. So this is uh, almost a a step-by-step walkthrough of how to uh, flip on Mongo HQ's um, Offlog-enabled replica set and get it going on uh, a Meteor app. And uh, for us, I was able to, you know, I I noticed this. This got tweeted by the the Meteor group um, on Twitter, and I noticed it, and I didn't really pay much attention to it until we were looking at, um, you know, we love modulus, but uh, we were having performance issues there. And so we decided to give this a try and we we were able to sign up, uh, turn on the replica set, add a user, and then we were able to use their import function where we just gave it the modulus MongoDB URL connection string it sucked over all the data for us and then we went to modulus and changed the environment variables the mongo url and the, the op, mongo oplog url and pointed at the new uh setup on mongo hq and restarted the the app on modulus and i kid you not i think we've seen about a an order of magnitude difference in speed uh, it's just that much faster. Yeah, I was going to say our, our our CPU before the switch uh, was trending between ninety five percent and one hundred percent, and afterwards it was between three and five percent. So, yeah, and we uh, we were seeing queries that were taking uh, upwards of like twenty two seconds sometimes, uh, and then when we made the switch, we were down to like under two seconds. Yeah, and granted, like. I'm my, the the back end of assistant is is very abusive to the server. It's not very optimized yet, mm-hmm. so I can't really blame um, anybody if the app didn't run very well because it hadn't been optimized very very much yet. But um, yeah, it, we're basically catching up to what everybody uh, at MDG you know they realized the oplog stuff oh seven was really important. Um, we didn't really see a uh, we didn't really have any uh, production apps that were getting slammed. Um, uh, that needed it very much until now, and now we see why 07 was so important for everybody. <laughs> yeah, and so we were able to take the app down, move the database, make the switch in less than five minutes total. I yeah. was quite impressed. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Like it took more time to uh, this, yeah. restart the modulus app than it did to actually get everything <laughs> to migrate the database. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. Anyway, awesome stuff. I would highly encourage you to check out mongohq.com and uh, look at their 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 offerings. Chilling over. Your turn. Oh, oh my turn. Yeah, sorry. Uh, let's see. What's next? Oh, 08 Blaze is out. All right, so everybody knows this already, so we won't sit, tell, tell you the obvious, but we can talk a little bit about our experience at Differential um, <clears throat> with our projects. So I'd say it started with... Assistant IO. Um, I 
I mean, I, I've been trying. I've been, actually we built that app using pre-release of Blaze um, for the, over the past month, uh, and uh, and obviously when one oh eight came, we we upgraded to that. Um, it was really the first app I think that we had that was running 08. Um, but since then, in this past week, we've had to do a lot of work upgrading our packages. Mm-hmm. And since we're doing that, we may as well upgrade our apps that are using the packages so that we're dogfooding. Um, and so, like, we, I think now Differential IO is on 08. Is it? Did Gerard finish yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, well, I, I know it's, he at least has it working. I don't know if he's yeah. deployed it, but. Um, and then what else? Uh, Fantasy Hub. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about that yet. That's uh, all right. Shh, no one go there. Um, <laughs> no, I guess, I guess actually they're launched now. So yeah, it's yeah. at fantasyhub.com. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's still like, uh, it's on staging, but we haven't deployed that one to production yet. Yeah. Uh, and then. So maybe we should talk real quick about like some of the pains that people may experience getting an 07. Like, were you pretty involved in the. Fantasy Hub 07 to 08? No. Uh, Greg did most of that. Greg did most of that, but I, I did do one this morning. It was like a little personal project that I've been playing around on. And uh, if I do, let's see, I can do a git show on this. <laughs> what are you checking to see how many commits it took or what? Just, it was just one commit. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm just curious what like what I ran into. So the analytics package, the G analytics package didn't work for me, so I had to swap that out. Um, and then, uh, I had to change the iron router helper. So it went from being like, you know, the mustache brackets with yield. It was actually mustache brackets and then, uh, an arrow and then yield, I guess, um, what is that? Less than sign. And then you have to say like, if you're doing like a header or a footer or something like that, like yield header, it becomes yield region equals header, uh, which is a little gotcha there. And then. Same thing, um, you know, I was using the share it package, so you have to use the little arrow there to tell it to render the the template instead of calling helper now. So um, that seemed to be the biggest change, and then just package updates, really. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it'll get better and better. Like, another thing that I experienced is um, issues with Iron Router, um, and oh, and the yeah. timing like of of wait of wait on and subscriptions and like you think you have it all set up right but then you realize oh the page is actually rendering before the data is all there and you see the ending of the data loading um, yeah you see like the flashes of the wrong stuff if you yeah. have like so I would say I would say if you're having some of those problems just just search the iron router um, issues because there are several issues talking about this with some solutions and the solutions that were there helped me like one of them is set up. Um, yeah, you have like a global, a global on, loading on before run yeah. that calls loading. Yep, yep. So you will probably run into some weirdness there, and it's all part of uh, growing pains. I mean, we're literally a week into 08, so um, yeah. we have apps running on it, so we're, we're super happy. Yeah, well, and we noticed on the Meteor blog, too, like when you go there, it uh, you know, if you go to a specific URL, you actually see the blog load, and you see the content on that URL is like the top post, and then it flips over to the content you actually wanted to see. So, yeah, so they I'm may- guessing maybe they're on 08. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so Meteor, go check the iron router issues. <laughs> Fix that sucker. Yeah. Um, anyway, all right, what's the next topic here? I don't know. I'm on the wrong page. Yet. Meteor testing meetup. Oh, yeah. So, uh, when was that? Was that Tuesday? Two days ago, yeah. Yeah, Tuesday. We had a uh, global 
joint conglomerate meetup between uh, Cincinnati, Seattle, Boulder, and Denver. Um, and then we had uh, Sam from RTD and... Uh, Aeronota. Aeronota. Like Leica. Yeah, from uh, Mocha Web. Yep, yep. Adrian Lanning. Yeah, yeah. He was sure. talking about Share 911 and some of the stuff that they've been doing. Um, and then we were talking about just our perspective from writing the book too um but we had a we had a, a meetup Aeronota gave a presentation and then um uh and then we had a panel just kind of like an open discussion about the state of testing uh, and you can see this on youtube right now if you write somewhere Did, was this recorded it was and i'm clicking through yeah hope yeah. so yeah check this do we, do we do show notes don't yeah we? i'll put an extra link in the show notes yeah. uh to the to the youtube video yeah, as well so, so if you missed it <clears throat> it was pretty cool i mean basically there was no there were no clear answers um i think sam was very impressive uh with rtd and that's the package we're leaning towards uh kind of adopting as our standard uh, yeah but um yeah good stuff good talk and some good action afterwards. You know, there's the, the groups <clears throat> going to continue to collaborate and, um, you know, develop a, a kind of a common community solution, hopefully, that m- most of us can get behind. Yeah. 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 And it was interesting, too, to hear Aeronota talk about, like, how like it works and like his isolation. The way he's doing his isolation is uh, he's spinning up multiple meteor apps. And each one has its own database instance, and they run in a pool. And like he'll run, he'll pull one from the pool and run a test against it, and then like shut it down and like run the next test in the pool. And at the same time, like it's spinning another app up to replace it in the pool. So there's like all these, it's just like juggling all these balls or something in the air. It's crazy. Um, but uh, he said that the initial overhead was like 300 milliseconds to run a test. Uh, Without the pool, and then he was he put a pool in place, and now it's like 800 milliseconds. So, still seems mm. kind of crazy to me, but yeah. interesting nonetheless to hear how some of this stuff is is being built. Yep, we'll obviously talk a lot more about testing. Indeed. <laughs> All right, next topic is is Mylar, which is is yet another meteor uh, project coming out of MIT lab. Um, Emily Stark has some involvement in this, but. The basic concept is that <clears throat> servers um, do the encryption uh, on their own server. Um, and because of that, uh, things get compromised, lots of data can get stolen, right? So Mylar is proposing to flip that and say, let's let the encryption happen on each person's computer instead of on the server. The, the con to this idea, though, is if you lose your keys locally, uh, your data can never be accessed again. Uh, uh, so it's, um, it's an interesting idea. Um, it, the, the main point of it, though, is that um, because the company hasn't, doesn't have the keys, NSA or PRISM or any of those, kind of, they, they literally have no way of accessing the data. Um, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of it's still kind of experimental, so I don't know that anyone's using this yet. But <clears throat> if you're interested in meteor and encryption and security, this would probably be a cool project to check out. Huh. This is interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a similar project for storing passwords, like group passwords. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Who does that? It's GitHub. It's called Swordfish. I, oh. I can never get it to work on Heroku, right? But uh, I've tried a couple times. But like, you generate a key and the data is stored, and your key is used to decrypt that password data. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have like shared keys for like groups sharing group passwords and that kind of thing. So, uh-huh. inter- definitely interesting ideas. Yeah. If the server supports it, that that's going to be key to taking down the NSA. <laughs> Oops, yes. did I say that? Yeah, they're listening. They're listening, literally. Uh, space bars, Vim, Highlighter, Syntax, Post. Uh, so, uh, looks like Slava, my favorite person that makes fun of me on Twitter, uh, posted mm-hmm. a new Vim plugin that gives you space bars and mustache and handlebars mode for Vim. Um, so it was, it was forked off the handlebars um, Vim plugin and adapted for spacebars and their specific syntaxes now. Syn- syntaxes? Syntaxes? I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, he's, it, there's a lot of nice bits in here. There's mustache abbreviations and uh, moving between sections and... Uh, well, I guess a lot of that came from the Vim handlebars, but um, anyway, yeah, it's just. But it's good though, because you know, with space bars, it's now different than handlebars. So yes, yes, every, true. As time goes on, it'll probably become more different. Yes. So this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you're a Vim user, um, it's so. definitely worth a grab. I've been a lazy Vim user. I should really install this myself. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, just to, thanks again to SendGrid and MongoHQ for helping us upgrade our uh, equipment here. Audio equipment, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully as the coming weeks come, the uh, podcast should sound better. And uh, it's been, uh, been fun today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tune in next week. Bye. <laughs>